0: Oh, I we'll like your suspenders. You like the suspenders? Well, apparently Teresa doesn't like the suspenders. The suspenders, they're a look. <laughs> they're definitely they are a look. A look. <laughs> well, stop looking, at them. Stop looking <laughs> at them. Welcome to the 97th episode of the Intellectual Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Dawson.
1: Stephen Schwartz. Mark Atkinson.
0: And we're uh, doing the intro hey. thing. <laughs>
2: yes. In a world.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is we should do the intro. Boobs. Oh, like this. It's not boobs, it's boobs. It's,
3: it's boob. He was very clear with me in the cards. It's Boobs.
0: Orbs. Orbs. Abs. Abs. We have an Balls. amazing show for you. Our guest tonight. Is none other than the epic voice himself from Screen Junkies Honest Trailers, Mr. John Bailey. <gasps> yeah. Crowd <went> wild. Uh, <laughs> John cracked my ass up. Oh my it was god. So funny. We had to, We had the honor of getting to hang out with him like yeah, all afternoon because awesome. he Took needed. He needed to, to, to drop his errands. car off. He was in LA yeah. for a day, or he was. It was the last day of his trip to right. LA. And so he needed to return his rental car over by LAX, Mm -hmm. and then he needed to hit a bank, and then he needed to get a ride. Let's let's, let's clarify this. Not hit up a bank. He needed to cash cash a check at a bank. At a bank. But we gave him a ride, like, basically all over L.A. All over L.A. <laughs> on a Friday afternoon, the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, it, yes. was, it was amazing. We spent so much time with John. Like, uh, the podcast is just, like, the first hour. Yeah. And then we, we spent, have, we spent like, another three hours. We the car ride was better the whole time. than the podcast. We couldn't, was, I could, there, were, there were times where I could just couldn't breathe because oh, this guy yeah. was on. He was hysterical. And uh, as amazing as his voice is on the podcast, on the Honest Trailers. Oh, that's just the... Uh, it's just the tip of the iceberg. iceberg he's, yeah. he's a he's a amazing impressionist. He did and, it all. On the and, podcast, and, and in the car, he did walk-in. It was non-stop. He did... Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what he sounds
1: like. Oh, I, mean, he, I think he's, in he's got the car. like southern... I mean,
0: there was at one point in the car where a friend of yours, Mark... Mark Chad. Chad yes. calls, and he immediately <laughs> just grabs the phone and answers as Megatron. Optimus no Prime. No, it's Optimus Prime. Optimus, Prime. Prime. Optimus yeah. Prime. I says, what the... Do you want <laughs> hello human um, it was really fun it was fun the best out time
1: him. driving around and i Catholic can't believe ever. that
0: he's only been doing this for six years yeah
1: like, i think like we got him at a good time because he's about to blow
0: up and he's yeah, gonna I think stop yes. returning I think he's my tweets yeah. <laughs> has he unfriended i think, unfriended he, you I think already? he's already unfollowed me thanks john bailey <laughs> no it's uh it was a real pleasure having him on yeah. uh but before we get to that amazing interview. There's uh, one really awesome piece of news that and what uh, we could to, that be David? Uh, is this
1: an intellectual exclusive?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're going to be celebrating intellectual entertainment on June 14th at the Horton Grand Theater in downtown San Diego, right in the heart of the Gaslamp District, and this is fantastic we're going to show a special screening of unlucky charms our award-winning silent film that we did last year but it's with a mean
1: steve but with yep. a
0: soundtrack you've probably never heard before because it's only been played for an audience in europe it's a special composed piece that they they did for a film festival in europe mm. which is pretty pretty cool that's and then cool. uh, and then after that we're going to show the world premiere of things happen and mm. The short film that we've spent most of this year working on so far, and uh, remember that thing that it, we fantastic. kept hitting you up asking you for money. Yeah, give us money! You give, money, please money. Please give, give us money! Give us money! It actually produced something. Yes. Thank you to all of you Thank who you. helped. Uh, so, so we're, we're gonna, asking you for money one more time. We're going to get get to show that to you on the big screen, the big screen, and following that, the the culmination of an evening's worth of entertainment will be the 100th episode of the intellectual podcast recorded live oh, on stage in front of the audience at Celebration Intellectual Inter- Entertainment on June 14th. Awesome. Tickets are only $10, which I think is a fair deal. That's, that's a great. deal and a half. Dude, that's two hours than, of entertainment for 10 bucks? That's less than we paid for dinner tonight. Yeah. Rich. So, um, 10 bucks. Okay.
2: Check.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 10 bucks? Gets you in, uh, there'll be a bar and uh, like 530 is when the doors will open to the lobby at the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bar will be open. You can get drinks and snacks and mingle with the crowd. And we'll be, we'll be walking around and talking to people. And then, uh, six o'clock, the program starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll watch both of the short films. We'll have a Q and A with the filmmakers, myself included for things happen. And then we will roll into the hundredth episode of the intellectual podcast with a guest. Who is yet to be named. Yes. But we're working on we're trying working to get somebody that, absolutely incredible. Yet to be booked. Yeah, they're yet to <laughs> be booked. Yet to be booked. <laughs> but it's going to be cool. And it's going to be fun. I mean, no matter what, it's going to be an amazing we're, night. Yeah, it's going to be a yes. lot of fun. The podcast itself will be interactive with the audience. Mm-hmm. So we'll be open to questions so from the audience. You have the opportunity. As you have the, the opportunity audience, to come and give us a bunch of shit. Well, mostly me. Because since <laughs> if, if everybody you're really gives listener, everybody shit. gives me crap about something. You all can just <laughs> do I, right to his we face. We have 220 s- seats available for you. How about look for s- the suspenders. <laughs> look for the suspenders. <laughs> so, uh, it's uh it's $10. You can buy tickets online now at Eventbrite. There's a URL to get the tickets. It's IXE100. That's IXE and then 100 hyphen H G T. Horton Grand Theater. Mhm. eventbrite.com or (laughs) if the URL is hard for you to remember uh, you can visit us on Facebook the link is on the intellectual uh, entertainment Facebook page and And we've got every one of us and we've got an event uh, on Facebook that you can you can find the link to as well and all this information will also be at our website ixc.us straight straight there and then you can click straight on to buy a ticket. Please buy tickets. Please. Um, the whole event is uh, being done in partnership with the Horton Grand Theater, the Palace Bar, Picture Bakery, and IMIT, and uh, they've done an amazing deal with us. It's it's a it's a profit sharing deal. Um, basically, we need you to buy tickets <laughs> so that yeah. the facility uh, sees this as something that's worth doing yeah, and we can do it more often uh, because they're going to be getting paid through what tickets are sold. And, uh-huh. and if they don't sell any tickets, well they don't the, sell any tickets. Well, this will be a one time celebration. <laughs> <laughs> First 100. So sell your tickets, buy your tickets, buy your tickets, buy your tickets, buy your tickets. We're going to have amazing things going on. We might have some things to give away that night. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, You know, a lot of San Diego's best actors are going to be there that night. Mm -hmm. Folks who've been guests on the podcast in the past. All of our hosts who've been hosts on this show will be there. Mm -hmm. Plus a special announcement on somebody new. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Yeah, so I hope to see you guys June 14th at the Horton Grand Theater. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. See
3: crazed maniacs drive their nuts, pretty Be funny there. cars straight to the street. Shake hands with the devil. <laughs> Be there.
0: <laughs> Very good. Whatever. John Bailey Jr. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, uh, celebrate intellectual entertainment with us on June 14th. And now we're going to bring you the epic voice of Honest Trailers. Mr. John Bailey in a world.
1: In a possibly part one of a trilogy.
0: Yes, Screen Junkies trilogy. Screen Junkies trilogy. We got Nick Mundy and Hal Rodnick coming soon, hopefully. That's amazing. We love Screen Junkies. Love them. (laughs) And here it is, John Bailey on the 97th episode of the Intellectual Podcast.
3: Talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. The Intellectual Podcast
1: dogs now Uh, no so you did you see Tomorrowland Uh, last night I talked to you last night
3: what did you think uh, you'll have to wait to watch my review of it on my channel um. on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it, John. <laughs> uh, all I can say is that uh, Spencer's going to have uh, plenty to work with when we really? do the trailer for okay, it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Is he the head
1: writer or the only writer? He's the just...
3: head writer. Okay. Uh, there's only, I think there's only two other writers, maybe one other writer, but he's the basically the head writer. So okay. There's three main guys. There's me, Spencer, and Dan. Dan's the editor, Spencer's sure. writer, and then I'm the voice, and then Andy's just you the creator nice. who gets final say. Yep. You know, he's so busy now; he can't be directly involved in every single little tiny detail anymore. Yeah, I
1: mean, Mother but that's understandable.
3: Con. You know, yeah, you yeah. got twenty-something channels to work on. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> well, this is the second time we've seen you.
1: Actually, we saw you at WonderCon about two months ago.
3: Yeah, I don't remember that at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> nothing. Yeah, he's it's nothing. Because yeah. I used to be like that guy, I'd be like, "Oh, hey, we met each other at the such and such," and they're like, oh, "I'm sorry," just like. And now I'm that guy because uh, I mean, so many people know me, and I'm just like, I'm I'm terrible with names. too Already. Yeah. Before well, yeah. Our people knew who I was, I was really I was like, my own kids. I'm like, Roy? Oh honey, which one, which one's that one?
0: <laughs> the brown haired boy. Who's that? Well, we didn't yeah. actually
3: talk to you personally. No.
0: Uh, so so we no, you still feel that. See, you yeah, make yeah. me feel yeah. better. We now. talked no. to Hal. We, like, <laughs> we gotta fix with Hal. We're in
3: touch with him Did you follow him on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you have to. He can't say my name right, by the way. He can say he can only say John Bally. <laughs> it's John Bally <laughs> from Honest Trailers. Follow me on Twitter. Wow. Bye bye. Is- uh, I said it's <laughs> Bailey, uh, but appreciate the effort. I give him a hard, I give him a hard time about it. But he's That's like baseball. Awesome. <laughs> can you do the? Can you do Nick Bundy too? You know, I never tried. I, uh-huh. I had to. Yeah, I, I I got to meet him in person finally. Okay. Uh, after the big video, I don't know if, uh, how soon this is going to go out. Yeah, but, the the wedding. But this uh, this past uh, Thursday. Dwayne Johnson married yeah. uh, him and his fiance. I he had no yesterday. clue what was going on. So yeah. him and his new wife were actually at the at the offices uh, yesterday. I think it was. And uh-huh. I, actually, I was like, dude, we finally get to see each other in person. I was like, congratulations on the wedding. He's like, do they freaking blew my mind, man? I had no idea. He said I was so down too because I was like, we had this thing set up and then they pulled it. Like, let's just push it to the next one. I was like, just broken hearted. Like, man, did I mess things up? <laughs> maybe yeah, awesome. maybe I yeah. pushed it too hard. Yeah,
1: I saw the video yesterday. Actually, yeah. Yeah, he's That's like, hey. that
3: thing's gonna go Viral pretty quick. It's already yeah. been newsed everywhere. It was already so a, over awesome.
1: 5,000 yesterday. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. Know. Well, it's
3: it's 500,000 easily when I checked it. And that, yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. That's be, cool. That's be... interesting, though. That
1: you actually never met him in person. I always think. Yeah. No. He wasn't at the
3: uh, the panel. He was WonderCon. He kind of took a little break of a vacation, went yeah. up and did some nature stuff <laughs> uh, with his fiance. So cool. uh, I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah. Bro, she's, she's hang great. out with uh, the, 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 the fiance or the wife or come out there. Because, you know, I hang out with my wife all the time. So yeah. Uh, I, I don't have to get away because I'm always there. <laughs> That's one of the, uh, Manifest, the right? one of the cons of uh, working from home, yeah. is that yeah. you're always literally around, even when you're at work, you're yeah. still with your. I don't family. have a
0: wife, so I don't really get tired of seeing. You.
3: Well, after <laughs> so. meeting in person, I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting. Well, no, He's uh, a very good-looking ladies. Uh, He's got uh, man boobs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we now, to clarify <laughs> it's not boobs it's boobs B-E-W-B-S, B-E-W-B-S. 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 <laughs> hashtag <laughs> boobs <laughs> <B-E-W-B-S. laughs> we were at uh, the NAF
1: convention in Vegas a couple, about a month ago and uh, I'm like oh man it's kind of a sausage party it's all the guys and stuff he's like no there's big uh, bo- what'd you say booth babes and I'm
3: like, hey if you're a big booth breakfast babes. fan there's nothing wrong with B-E-W-B-B-S. a good sausage party <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> pour some syrup and salt in there That's <laughs> 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 So on yeah, I, I didn't. In, I didn't invent the bubes That uh, that was pre me. Um, the other guy did like twelve, I think, because I think there's. But there have been three voices. Uh-huh. This is You're debatable. Well, I mean, I've been doing it now for over two years. And yeah. We just finished our hundredth one, one, hundred first album, actually, or hundred and second. I can't remember. Um, uh-huh. but yeah so uh, we just watched the Jupiter Ascending <laughs> when I, as soon as I saw that I'm like man I cannot wait till we do the honest trailer for this so this is the biggest all I could think I was like really you couldn't come up with anything new since the Matrix so you just reused what you already did <laughs> gotta be kidding me and they totally did. they they went they went a little different direction with Eddie Redmayne than I would have gone because I, I thought he went full he who should not be named Mr. Potter <laughs> <laughs> Because he can't raise his voice until he's screaming. No. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, uh, they, they, I think Andy won't admit to it. At least not to me. He didn't. But I think the very first one, I think that's Andy's voice. He said it was, oh, really? but it's definitely not the guy that, that was before me. Uh-huh. And then there was uh, Gannon who did like 12, I think. And then they'd had one other guy for the, the avatar. Okay. And I don't know why. Avatar, not Last Airbender Avatar, but the yeah, yeah. big blue monkey Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> um, dances with Wolves. Yeah, they, the I lovers. think I think the story is that they actually hired a professional voice actor for that. Okay, but he was way too professional, oh. and that I I kind of had the same problem when I first started. My first one was Lord of the Rings. And the biggest complaint was he sounds too much like a real movie trailer voice. Uh-huh. So they liked the campier. of your See, I didn't really know. That's all I'd done is real movie trailers. Yeah. And which is so funny now because I've been doing this two years. And then people are. See, the, the thing is I have. It's not that I'm I'm finally getting into the business. Yeah, it's that people that. know what to listen for now. So when they hear it, they're like, oh, I'm so glad you're finally getting real work. I'm like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I've been working for years. I've been so doing I've, this for six well, years. You was, uh,
0: did you do prior to honest movie? Oh, dude.
3: I have, I've done over a hundred. The, really? there's yeah there's a huge dot johnbaileyvo.com there's a huge mm-hmm. list of thumbnails of stuff that i've worked on yeah. um but yeah i i can't i can't even, i used to be able to keep track but now it's just so many i have no idea how many there are total and i just I just, know, I just know that it's over 100 it's probably getting close to 200 by now well
0: there was that uh documentary it's called i know that voice yeah where you,
3: no, no I know a lot of people that were in it but I was yeah. not in it No. Okay. <laughs> in fact there was a lot of people that I know that should have been in it that weren't that, that are really big voice actors but you know I think that this leaves room for an I know that voice too yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah anyways always God. leave room Seriously. for a sequel exactly that's, that's always worse than the original <laughs> <laughs> except in the case of Ace Ventura 2 uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, what a, well,
3: you, know, you can't stop the rhino, scene. <laughs> 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 yeah, the voice. Look, a baby rhino's being born. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say
0: Godfather 2, but... <laughs> <laughs> so you've been doing voice for six years. What, six what were years What you doing before you got into it?
3: First? Uh, I was driving a forklift and flipping burgers, so yeah, technically I chicken. That. I was working at Chick-fil-A for a oh. while. Uh, my wife, while I was away from work, uh, my wife got bored because she was just pregnant at home. And because she was pregnant, she had to quit her job at Walgreens. Oh. And she discovered MySpace. That's this website <laughs> where you can uh, put up a social profile and put up gifts and things uh, pre-Facebook. Uh, anyways, but uh, she's like, oh, this is so cool. It, can, it, can, it totally reflects who you are and what you're into and stuff. I was like, eh, social media is the dumbest thing ever. It'll never last. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't you know jump on the investment train and dump all my stocks and those (laughs) companies uh yeah anyway so she's like i made you a page and it's got all your favorite stuff you should check it out and that was the very first uh interest-based advertising that that i had seen yeah because they but what are your interests and then they would put up ads based on what you put in those tags so my wife knew that i was a big fan of voiceover and voice actors and voices stuff so those she put all those in the tags of things i was interested in and an advertisement popped up for a local place. And in Memphis, there's nothing local. I mean, unless no. you're into blues, that's there's nice. just nothing voiceover wise yeah. at all. Uh, there's a couple of uh, production studios that they're really small local places only, like like those really bad commercials you see they make fun of on Adult Swim. Yeah, yeah that's the like kind the of ones stuff vomit. that they do, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm an actor
0: too. So. Yeah. Mark um, does those commercials nah, in San Nothing January. personal. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. okay.
3: but, yeah, and so it was a studio called uh, Studio Center. And it was uh, apparently they had a national chain of studios, but they had a location in Memphis and I thought that was that was insane. And so she's like, you should go audition. It says they're looking for talent. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, yeah. She's like the worst thing they can do is say no. I'm like, huh. <laughs> so yeah, I figured the worst thing I'd do is lose like 15 minute drive and yeah. a little bit of gas. And, and sure enough, they were floored. Their, their face, their jaw just like dropped on the other side of the glass when they, they uh, heard me do. Cause I came in to audition and I had called ahead and was like, what should I do for the audition? Because I didn't know if I was auditioning for work or auditioning for representation or what. I yeah. didn't know exactly what to expect. Because back then there wasn't this big, there wasn't I know that voice. There wasn't this huge public knowledge of this business. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea how to compare myself to anybody else or what anybody else did. It was only like, like Don Lafonte That was pretty much, I didn't even know him, that, well, yeah, I I did know him at that point. Well, yeah, I guess I didn't know him at that point because I discovered him like 15 years old. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it was November and I was like, well, you know what I can do, the Christmas story the the poem Night Before Christmas, sure. uh, and uh, I can do a, a different voice for each page. So I came in and I started off obviously with the movie trailer voice. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. And his jaw was like, <laughs> and I went straight into the stocking. We're hung by the chimney with care, and hopes of Saint Nicholas soon would be there. And I just went from one voice to another to another to another, and and he was like can you come back in a couple of weeks? We might have something for you. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I can come back. He's like, we really don't have scripts that can reflect what you can do. Could you? I was like, yeah, I can write some stuff. Half the demos that they use, actually more than half the demos that they use for my for my personal page on their site was stuff that I wrote for myself, like fake commercials and (laughs) stuff. I had this whole speech because they, they also wanted like impression stuff. I had this whole fake speech I wrote for George W. Bush Uh and it uh, it was way too long for what they needed. But the funny thing, part of that story is Chris Parnell from Saturday Night Live. His dad is a local voice actor in Memphis. Chris Parnell used to be a Germantown high school school teacher. And I still can't find the video, but at one point we have a local, a local like public, TV thing called Knowledge Bowl where they pit two schools together uh-huh. and do a quiz, a quiz show. And Chris Farnell hosted, and I swear the way it looks, you would think it was an SNL sketch. You're just <laughs> waiting for something funny to happen, but it's a legit thing. It's real Because it's, pre, it's pre-SNL. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Uh, but I had no idea that, and I'd, I'd heard him for years because he was yeah. like the local voice of the local, you know, Channel 5 affiliate, NBC affiliate, which was Channel 5. And he was on the other side of the booth and Herbie in there. He was like, because I'm from uh, I'm from Texas and South America, and we uh, we believe in you know freedom and where's of gray and flags and R two D 2s and and I didn't know he was listening. I was just like going on this tangent, and when I came out, I was like, oh wow. I, I, I know who you are, and he's like, "Yeah," he said, "Dude, you're so good. You should be on SNL because you remind me so much of my son." I was like, "Man, that's that's kind of a huge compliment." That's really yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so they they I didn't hear anything from him for a little bit. Apparently, they were producing the demo, or whatever. They sent me the contract that following January, and then he mm-hmm. officially signed me uh, and They're started sending for you, me John. auditions. For you, that's man. what I did. <laughs> that's how I do. They they um, me. This Saturday, <laughs> Fireman the Movie. <laughs> Um, the the little engine that couldn't <laughs> uh, they uh, they signed me and then they they sent me my first audition February 1st of that following year and by February 11th I had already booked my first gig and was doing a, there's this there's East Coast uh, Texas place called Texas Steakhouse mm-hmm. and I had done yeah, uh, from, I remember, yeah. oh cool yeah because uh, I haven't ever met anybody who had heard of it before. I just knew yeah. it was on the East Coast. Yeah. And I did three of the, the TV spots and two radio spots, and I walked out with a four-digit check, and I was just, ball- and that's non-union rates, too. That's a non-union oh, buyout. Digits. Yeah. For yep. non-union, for those of you who don't know, oh, it God. pays a fraction of what yeah. union pays. Unfortunately, I'm too familiar with that. Yeah. So, <laughs> but they, they may not be. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's literally like you're being robbed, but I didn't no. know any better. And I thought that was, holy cow, how they, they make this much money. Yeah. If that had been a union spot, I would have been. You would have bought <laughs> all matter
0: of perspective,
3: right? Uh, so, yeah, and, and then I started booking about one between one and three times a month, and I, I that thought that was yeah. yeah, but I thought that was terrible because, like, again, I had no idea if how bad I was like, should not be booking like every single day because they would send me like 15 auditions a day, really? And uh, yeah, not because that was all non union, there's a lot of non union stuff out there, you know, yeah. And I was like, man, I must be doing horrible. And I came, I was like, dude, should I just give this up, man? Because I feel like I'm doing bad. He's like, dude, you're booking like two or three jobs a month. I'm like, yeah, but should not be booking like. Once a day or a couple of days a week or once a week or something. He's like, dude, I have people here that have been here for five years and have not booked one job. He's like, dude, you're killing it. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, now that I know (laughs) that, I guess I'll keep going. Yeah, right. Uh, And I got to book some of the things. I have a bucket list of things I wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, one of them was obviously a Star Wars job because I'm a big Star Wars fan. One of them was, uh, one of those was a Transformers job, which I've done some, I haven't really, I I can kind of semi-check that one off. Yeah. Well, not necessarily Optimus, Prime, just something Transformers related, you know, Uh, a character in a game, a character in a, you know, the cell phone app, a cartoon show and movie, something, you know, official. And the closest thing I got was a Star Wars Transformers toy where I did Anakin's voice for, which is so it's one of the worst toys ever made. Every Transformers (laughs) fan in the world hates that thing, (laughs) which is why when I go to conventions, I'm like. And I was also the voice of Anakin and the Darth Vader Anakin Skywalker Quad Changer Transformers <laughs> uh, toy. You're welcome.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the you're welcome always kills because everybody hates it. a giant plastic paperweight, you know. Um, but yeah, but the the I, and I always wanted to be the voice of a toy. And within within the first month, I'd booked a Star Wars job, uh-huh. and the the uh, it was the voice of a toy and the, the voice of the, the commercials. Or Captain Rex, which is D. Bradley Baker's character, but it's non-union, they don't. Apparently, Hasbro doesn't hire them for the official stuff uh, for commercials because yeah, that's yeah. uh, you know that's residual money that they have to pay. Yep. But that was I was like, man, I, and the the way that story happened was so awesome because the power had gone off that night, and I had no way to record and no electricity because I'd oh. forgotten to pay the bill, uh-huh. and I had to be at work by four because I was still driving a forklift in the afternoons and only auditioning during the day. And I begged them over the phone, please let me do this. I will have this waiting on you first thing in the morning. Please, please, please. Cause I won't be able to sleep at night knowing I didn't even give it a try. And I said, well, if I do it, even if I don't get it, at least I give it a shot. And she's like, okay, we'll make this, you know, this this one time we'll give you an exception. And I did it and they didn't hear anything back. I was like, yeah, whatever. And months went by, I didn't hear a thing. And the next thing I know, it's like, hey, we booked. And the worst part of it was like, oh, I wish she had just said what she'd said. But she's like, hey, we booked you on that Transformers. I'm like, you booked me on a Transformers. I said, oh, I'm sorry, Star Wars, which would have made me more excited. But then yeah. at that point it was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh darn! It's just Star Wars, you know. If she led with Star Wars, I would have been ex- so excited. But she, she mistakenly said Transformers instead, which got my hopes raised. Uh, but you know, still. And then I, after that wore off, that I was like, oh man, I'm booking a Star Wars job. And I have a toy that I, I can play with myself in public, and there's nothing <laughs> anybody can do. About it. <laughs> so uh, I have a small little collection. I did. I've done four toys, okay. and I have a little uh, collection. And the the mask is a clone trooper helmet. It's so a little button on the side the clank is you know it's and so yeah it's pretty awesome it's got like 20 something phrases which is pretty cool for a toy because they usually have one or two and it's been autographed by tom kane who did yoda and i actually i'm repped with him uh with my manager because he does a lot of movie trailer stuff as well because you hear him all the time in harold kumar's christmas special you know (laughs) (laughs) and all all, like the pixar movies uh, you know it's a lot of family stuff and oh, he, and he does a, some of his character work is so great. But he also does Morgan Freeman written the the Robot Chicken. The first time, Joker oh yeah, came, yeah, yeah. First time Joker came to Arkham Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> so, and <laughs> uh, he's been Professor Utonium in the Girls. He's a really cool dude. And, yeah. Uh, anyway, so he signed it. And uh, the the voice of Ahsoka from Clone Wars has signed signed that one, so it's got my voice on it. It's got two autographs from the show, from the actors from the show, that's kind of like a trophy of mine. Yeah. Which one day I'll probably auction off for charity or something. Yeah, like. this is go. cool. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of keep I kind of keep <laughs> that in there just to remind me where I came from, and that's just like that. Oh, I, I started marking stuff off the bucket list like right away. Yeah, and then uh, I was doing that for just part time during the mornings. For about a year, and then that way I found out that the warehouse that I was working at, doing forklift job, was going bankrupt, mm. and there was nothing anybody could do about it. And when it came out of bankruptcy, they closed ours down. They didn't. They didn't come out. They didn't all close down, but they closed oh. ours down. <laughs> Yay us! Uh, I had this tiny little bit of a pension, little four hundred one k thing, sure. and I had a little, you know, that tiny little severance package and unemployment. That was all the income we had. Oh, and man. my wife's like, "What are we going to do?" I said, How many kids? Four. Well, at that time, I think we had three. Um, but yeah, so. Oh,
2: shit.
3: I was like, uh, what are you supposed to do? She's like, well, you can try the voiceover thing full time because you've only been auditioning during the day and you can't, get, you can't do all of them. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's okay. we'll <laughs> give it a shot. You know, <laughs> Maybe I have a knack for this thing. I don't know. Uh, and, the, and again, there must be something magical about February because that was when I booked my first job. That was yeah. when they signed me and stuff. Because that same fe- that following February, my first manager found me online, lunch, screwing around on YouTube, and I did my five favorite movie trailer voices. And I put up their names and which voice I was doing and made this fake trailer that kind of has a section for each type of voice. Yeah. Because you have Mark Elliott from Disney DVD. You know, and yeah. you got Don LaFontaine and Peter Cullen. <laughs> and, you know, you can switch. And Hal Douglas. <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of meatballs oh, wow. which is so funny because when I did the Honest Trailers and we changed the genre because we did yeah. we did people you know, think uh, it's something the notebook different. they're like oh, bring that back the other be, voice yeah. I'm like I'm still the same guy <laughs> <laughs> And then we do home alone and it's still me. <laughs> they just assume that we got somebody else.
0: Mark called me last night. He says, hey, I, I actually talked to talked to him a little bit on the phone tonight. He's <laughs> got a southern accent.
3: Yeah, I'm from Memphis. <laughs> I'm and like it's, it's 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 not really bad, but there's still there's just a little bit of the eye in there. A little bit. I'm not bad. full southern because I don't yeah. go. You guys want some turducken Cause <laughs> I just a little bit of butter and all, and a lot and about two pounds of salt and lard, and you're good. You'll get the sugars eventually so and have to take them shots. But then after that, you'll be all right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not full on Southern, uh, like uh, Southern. the Valley Girls And it's because, you know, the Valley oh, Girls, they yeah. go down and the other side. But no, they, it's just the eyes that I I still, it, it slips a little bit. It turns a little bit of Matthew McConaughey. You get a little bit of that out oh, oh, All right. Man. All right. Unless you want to go full Oscar McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> I've been yeah. having this Lincoln far longer than people paid me to. <laughs> You no, know, we're all just breathing particles, man, just spinning around. This is atmosphere.
0: like becoming <laughs> a, this is becoming a frequent thing I know on our podcast. I know. People he's, impersonating me—he's
1: he's by far the best
3: one. Uh, Sorry, Ra- Ross one uh, from the t- uh, Pop TV's Impress me is the best. Uh, his his three voices that I'm super jealous of are Brad Pitt, Harrison Ford. Because I've done some some voice match for Harrison Ford. Oh yeah? this Harrison Ford is amazing, way better than mine which I didn't think I could do. Yeah. It was um, just a lot of gravelly grumbling. Oh, well, it's just, you know, well, complaining. Well, I'm uh, sure. Chewing, I'm old. No, I'm just angry. <laughs> but no, I did some stuff for Ender's Game because apparently he came in totally high. <laughs> and, really? and yeah, he's just, he just came in and read the scripts and left. he didn't even try to act. Yeah, and they, yeah. they told me song. the exact quote oh, from the producer. He's like, you did a better job of acting like Harrison Ford than Harrison Ford did right? <laughs> like Harrison Ford. Because he was literally just reading the script like, where's my money? <laughs> And uh, I came in and it's actually matching what he had had done in the film, so it sounded more like that. And I was like, he's like, we need you in there. You could end this war, you know? And I was like, I didn't even think I could do it. I was gonna be honest, I was like, this is not gonna go. And I got off my so. plane. Yeah. I can't do it. Get off my Millennium Falcon. <laughs> um, but yeah Mark, Ross Mark 1 that's a great Such show nice Impress <laughs> Me is a, is a great show if you haven't seen it yet uh, Jim Meskimen and my buddy Piot who actually used to be on Screen Junkies he did the uh, the celebrity commentary stuff oh okay he did Ian e. McCollum talking about Lord of the Rings <laughs> and, uh, yeah he's a really great impressionist like he's spot on I'll have to but check that his those. Jeff Goldblum yeah. is one his Jeff Goldblum oh. and Steve Buscemi are two that I cannot do very well oh, and his Goldblum is he's eh, it's just uh, you know I, I can't do it as good as he can <laughs> <laughs> his is so good that you can't believe that you're talking to the same person mm, yeah, that lady yeah, yeah, I can't yeah so, you know, I, I, I'm gonna stop apartments.com <laughs> <it's a, laughs> well, yeah,
0: well, that's what I was about to go to like Goldblum's impersonating Goldblum
3: but yeah so <laughs> it, the, he was really impressed with my ability to be able to switch those voices around and that I knew, even knew who they were because other than Don LaFontaine being in that Geico commercial yeah. nobody who knew who any of the other movie trailer guys were Mm-hmm. in fact I'm still kind of learning a few of their names because there's only like a dozen a little over a yeah, dozen guys that do movie chairs. so he he sends me an email and you have to understand this is YouTube mm-hmm. and there's no pictures there's no context so you can just take, take this guy's word for it he's like I'd like to try you on some movie chairs. I was really impressed with not only your ability but your knowledge of who these guys are and I'm like Right, it's probably a 10-year-old kid who wants me to do <laughs> what in the world Where's one kid lost his remote control on the couch. <laughs> you know, it's probably some stupid script he wants me to read about his Legos or something, you know. And then he sends me the script, and there's four movie trailers. That were, there was Extraordinary Measures, uh, a movie called Nine, not the one with the, the computer animated version of Nine. Oh. I got a story about that in a second. Okay. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> oh. Beastly, which was the Vanessa Hudgens movie, and I forget, uh, Last Station, which is a big Academy Award winner type yeah, thing. With, um yeah anyway so yeah What was and, that uh, Peter Dinklage <laughs> right Peter Dinklage was on Last Station no no no, 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 no. Was, oh this nation agent sorry.
2: sorry
3: not even
1: Close. that was my impression of Peter Dinklage
3: <laughs> that was my impression of Peter Dinklage guys <laughs> see I'm like I'm like uh, Mystique I just like hear somebody's voice and I can automatically oh uh, no but anyway so she sent me back she's like congratulations you booked three of these and so that's more than anybody else has booked on their first try Wow! And then they call, and, he not, and he immediately got an email back. It, this all of this seemed way too good to be true. And he said, uh, "We all we need, we're going to send you money. We can actually direct deposit. All we need is your, your bank account info, <laughs> yes. uh, copy of your license, copy of your Social Security card, also, these fill out a W W9 a
0: princess.
3: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what I was like, dude. And my wife said, "Should I trust this? Seems like yeah. we're going to freaking rob you blind." She's like, "I tell you what, make us make a new bank account." And so we did. And next thing I know, I had a big fat check deposited. And then they started sending paper ones that I was. Then I believed them because I saw that the amounts were way, way bigger than the non-union stuff was. I was like, "Holy yeah. cow!" Because I was used to like you know two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, sure. and these were like in the you know big digits. Yeah, and I was like, dollars. What I'm used to. <laughs> and I was like, "Holy cow! These guys are legit." And then he sends me an email saying, like, "Would you be interested in a management contract? Because I think you've got a ton of raw potential." And then we could work with you to kind of come up with the, the John Bailey golden voice yeah. rather than just John Bailey doing Don or John Bailey doing uh, yeah. Al Douglas. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. And he sent me a contract. It was like quarter million dollars over like a two years, something like that. Jeez. Yeah, your eyes get big, but yeah. that didn't actually come to fruition. Oh, okay, <laughs> he, kind of, uh, he kind of oversold it and he really thought it was going to happen and it didn't really happen. We did really well. Don't get me wrong because I'm yeah. like, I think I did uh, 70% better than, from the forklift job that yeah. year and then another 30 percent higher yeah. than Nick, the year after that it wasn't close to what he had in the contract but it was real way better than what i had done he's like <laughs> well look
0: enough I'm, you weren't looking for another exactly
3: forklift and i was doing this full time i wasn't had no other job going on other than a little bit of unemployment as soon as i started making enough money i canceled that I didn't it anymore canceled the wick i don't know if you guys have WIC, yeah. but it's yeah. a uh, helping oh, okay. helping the uh, infants and the children with uh milk that so, you can't afford right.
1: oh,
0: okay. <laughs> it's like food
3: Okay. Yeah, very, thank you. Thank but you. Very thank you for making me look so much worse. <laughs> but very specific uh, to taking care of kids. Yeah. You know, the world's gotten bad you when you can, you can use pump. your EBT card at KFC. Right. <laughs> <laughs> look where you. <laughs> <laughs> I need to feed my children with some fried chicken. Uh, <laughs> the Colonel's helping out the poor folk, trying to make up for the slavery days. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we we started not needing it and we started getting caught up with this because we'd been running, man, we had been doing. Um, like uh, check advances and like, Car, car title loans and stuff. We were just like, Steve's we're a lot never going to yes. get out of this you know. And we, for the first time. And it took it took me a few years of doing this and trying to build up because you, you spend a lot of, of your income investing back into the business. So yeah. even mm-hmm. your, your capital is not all that, you know, I don't know. Right. Anyways, so we didn't have a lot of money left, but we were still doing better and we gradually got to the point where we're actually doing pretty good now. So i um, not just rolling in my paper. People just assume voiceover guys, especially big movie trailer guys, yeah. that they're just you know, rolling in riches because Let's face it, Don Fontaine was Don Fontaine. Yeah. And he could charge he whatever the freak want he wanted. Yeah. He would charge, you know, $4,000, $10,000. But he, but he came he into
0: the business in a very specific yeah. Yeah. But You have to understand,
3: with trailers, there are no residuals. Different you point. get paid a one-time buyout. Oh. They can play it for how long they want to do it, yeah. and that's it. Same thing with doing voice matching for for trailers, because I do, I did Kevin James for Paul Blart, too. They've taken down the hotel. <laughs> uh, and the guy at the end of the Pixels trailer, I was like, somebody kill somebody. <laughs> that was me. Uh, I is yeah. Jeff Bridges never seen that before. I'm not sure what out of YouTube or You wonder why that wasn't in the movie because they didn't put that in the movie. That was just me. Um, yeah, I get, I get a ton of stuff I had to do Chris, Chris Hemsworth for quite a few films as well. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and, there's, they, and they keep throwing me like a whole bunch of guys I've never even heard of before. And they have yeah. to, I have to look them up to figure out what I've seen them in. And, and, uh, and what do you do? Do you
1: just watch them on YouTube over and over? No, they send,
3: they, usually they either send me a reference from the film or they send me something as close to what that character, because you have what to understand, we're not doing that actor's voice. We're doing that actor playing that character in that film.
1: Gotcha. So,
3: yeah because you don't think Kevin James walks around talking like this all the time. Right, you know? right, right, yeah. He no, also he... doesn't talk like this all the time, <laughs> even though that's what he does on King of Queens. <laughs> uh, so yeah. It's, all uh, nine seasons. Yeah, anyways, yeah, so they don't, there's no residual, so you just have to keep booking. You have to do every audition you can, okay. and yeah, book as much as you, can, as you can get. But my manager's got a great rate for me, which yeah. uh, I'm glad I don't do the rates because I, like I feel like I'm robbing people blind, but they're like, no, you get paid what you're worth, and that's yeah. why you do this.
1: Yeah,
3: that's the name. So yeah, and I just started with with him, uh, I just started racking in the, the job. I started to do trailer after trailer. I did uh, We were doing mostly international at the time because I wasn't in SAG yet. And then they started yeah. putting, giving me SAG to make me qualify for it. Sure. And yeah. within that first year, I had already qualified for SAG insurance. If you know anything about that, you yeah. know that's a big deal. Yep. Because it takes a lot of people a long time to get that. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's <laughs> freaking <don't>, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and so I got into SAG pretty quick. I got my SAG insurance really fast. And we hadn't had insurance in 15 years. Oh, it was insane. And it's like $300 every four months for a family of six. Oh. That is awesome. And it's really good coverage. Yeah. So I was, I was just, I was so thankful that that happened. So I was building up my resume and I started doing YouTube on my own uh, for a long time ago. I wanted to do like sketch comedy, SNL type stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, cartoon dubs. That was before the big... You can't do anything copyrighted unless you want to give all your ad revenue to the people who made the originals. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, eventually I got into do, g- doing these fake little movie trailer things before I found out about Honest Trailers. I was just doing like movie, the movie trailer guy reviewing movies in a movie trailer style. Yeah. You know, instead of doing it, and it wasn't exactly Honest Trailers. It was a, it was a movie review, but right. it was done movie trailer style. Okay, gotcha. And, there, and they're game, super, because I try to keep mine like 30 seconds to a minute long and because uh, you know, that's about how long a movie trailer yeah. is as opposed to honest trailers where they go through the entire film and they yeah. pick out every yeah. single thing it's like three and a half right. exactly whatever's appropriate
0: short. Jupiter ascending, I mean, when you it, it, it needed that five minute.
3: minutes <laughs> it's that it is that ridiculous <laughs> what's your honestly if Tomorrowland is going to be the next Jupiter's ending I can almost guarantee
2: really it's for Spencer I
3: know Spencer's not going to hear this so I can say this because I was like man he's like dude don't tell me anything I was like dude the cloney little Robot girl relationship, man. It's messed up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I was just thinking, man, this feels like Lolita. <laughs> <laughs> Lolita? Disney style, right? oh my. Disney's Lolita. Coming soon. Read <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah so I built up my resume He, he when Don LaFontaine passed away that's sure. how my, my first manager found me he was looking up movie trailer voices and he found and when my, I got pretty good views on the video so he yeah. showed up higher the, was that, in the searches or nine or something?
1: It's, it's
3: been a bit you know yeah. and then uh, when when the first voice guy like I said he only did like 12 uh, yeah. when he had to go be called into active duty and he started looking up who was gonna you know who could do movie trailer voices and he found me on my YouTube channel okay. but then when he looked me up he's like oh this guy doesn't just do them he's a legit movie trailer guy yeah So, yeah, so when I first started doing it, I'd only ever done movie trailers. So the Lord of the Rings is, it's basically a real movie trailer voice. And that was the biggest complaint was they didn't, they, that's like, this sounds too much like the real thing. So once I started kind of getting the, I was like, oh, I'm basically making fun of my own self. So then I just kind of cheesed it up more, you well, know, and like, I
0: love the interstellar one where you're like, Oh my God, I can't hear my own epic voice. Yeah. That was actually an improv. That was <laughs> that one of my improvs. So uh,
3: whenever I can, whenever, you know, lightning strikes, I throw in something and sometimes they use it. Sometimes they don't. I'm really hoping that they use the one that I did today for like the next week. <laughs> okay. Cause it is one of the best jokes I've ever come up with. Uh, but yeah, so I, I wouldn't say I, I don't write people to assume either. I, it's my channel. A eh, that's wrong. It's not my channel. It's just one of the many channels that I help out with. I'm really good at making other channels more popular and not so good at my own channel because yeah. <laughs> I'm like hovering around 70,000 subscribers and most people are like oh man that's so good I was like all the channels I work with have over 4 million subscribers yes. I'm not doing good at all <laughs>
2: you're part of the team yeah, yeah no, I know I'm part the of the level. team yeah, yeah.
3: but uh, the biggest complaint I have from commenters is like why didn't I know your channel existed it's like that's the problem there you go why don't any of you have friends <laughs> you can tell other people about my channel yeah. go ahead
1: plug away plug away, john. Yeah,
3: plug away oh i will continue to plug yeah, all through yeah. this thing yeah it's youtube.com slash john 3.0 it's three pnt zero because youtube's a little bitch and won't let me put a period in there so right. people think i'm talking about my car it's three pinto <laughs> it's pnt zero not pinto thank you very much uh because apparently john tron was taken uh anyway so yeah John-Tron. But yeah, I started. So I started, and because why they started doing the honest game trailers, which I thought of a long time before. I was like, uh-huh. why are we doing game trailers? Because there's a lot of cinematic stuff in games. Yeah. He's like, no, we don't really have the audience for that. So yeah. and, then, and then he's yeah. like, hey, we're gonna start doing game trailers. Like. Man, we don't really have the audience for that. Or does that sound familiar? When I came up with the idea a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> but we, I'm, we sure they, like, I'm sure kind of, they thought of it before me though. We so. watched like three or four of those a couple of weeks ago. Oh, those are house. so Isn't much better.
1: Like, oh, those, those are so,
3: lessons. they're so good. In, in fact, in my, in my opinion, I, I do so much better on those than I do on the movie ones because yeah. I feel like I have more leniency yeah. to screw around. And I, I improv a lot more. And they're like, oh, that's, that's so much funnier. And so, uh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, like, I, like the, the, I like the feeling of having a little bit of freedom uh, mm-hmm. on the script. I try to stick to what they give me, but with the movie ones, it's kind of like, this is what we want. So I very rarely go off on a little tangent here and there, unless it's like, you know, grammatical type thing. I was like, this doesn't quite work when you say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Mark was starting um, yeah. to say it, John, but
0: I have four nephews.
3: ages 11 down to five. Yeah, well, I've got four and kids from 14 down to seven.
0: One of older. the things that they <laughs> love doing the most with me. Is just sitting and watching all his trailers. See,
3: that makes me feel bad because some of our stuff is not very PG. (laughs) I feel bad. I'm like an '80s uncle. I don't. You have to understand though, because I I was born, like raised, super conservative, and I'm more middle of the line now, but. I, yeah. still, I still have that conscience. Like, you yeah, no, can't about, use language. Uh, you yeah. can't make you know, racial jokes. You can't make uh jokes about minorities, about women.
0: now my thing is I'd rather they all watch that with me and then I can talk about it exactly them. So, rather than and go, I told him I go watch it it's like, watch there, at somebody else's they'll house. Have a, they'll have a GD a or they'll have J-
3: Jesus' name in there somewhere or they'll have, uh, you know, like an F-bomb or an S. And I'm like, I'm not so comfortable with that uh, <laughs> as long as it's censored I'm, it's okay uh-huh. and they're like well yeah we'll censor it and if, if it makes you feel too uncomfortable just change it to something else and I'm like okay that's as long as we do it that way we watched the Wolf of Wall Street one yeah, yeah, that before you walked in because uh, we used to Absolutely. we used to actually try like frack instead and then censored it so it sounds right but it does not sound like the same word nah. because of the way your mouth movement is so I actually do have to say it yep. and my wife was like what are you doing cussing in the booth because you can hear it outside uh-huh. and I was like it's just we're doing Wolf of Wall Street. You just have to see it to understand. So
1: you have like a little studio inside your house. Yeah, I actually okay. have a home studio. Like-
3: it's a professional home studio. Oh, that's uh, cool. Professional by by professional, I mean it's in my half bathroom and there's a toilet in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, if I get nervous, I've got a toilet right in there. In the world,
2: where- oh, hold on, yeah, exactly.
3: In the world where one man had diarrhea <laughs> because he had too many burritos. <laughs> That's awesome, poo poo, the movie. <laughs> 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 I made somebody spit water.
2: I have never broken my streak. I always
3: make somebody spit water every time. I never know what I never know what the trigger's going to be. I, I, I don't know. Why I'm really good at it. But don't die on me, bro. I don't have insurance for that guy. <laughs> because you guys could have seen what I saw. <laughs> uh yeah so (laughs) but it kind of worked out because once we started clicking it became it became we became friends first of all and then it became a team effort where everybody just kind of clicked with you because it used to take like an hour Uh because the scripts for these things average they average about seven pages but usually it's like six to nine uh except for uh amazing spider-man because we switched places with cinema sins and it was 17 that's right 17 pages Uh andy <laughs> and oh, I, I said, "Dude, I said, should I charge charge more for this when He's like, "What do you need all the money for, bro?" I'm like, "It, it, it was 17 pages, man. 17 pages, man. Game over." <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a long. And I, a com- I had to come. I had. I was at a. I was at a conference in, past, in Anaheim. Bro. Yeah, uh, it was a voiceover conference they invited me to. Mm. So I had to take an Uber all the way from there, from Anaheim to I'm L.A. All Uber mm. driving, by the way. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "Man, you know how hard it is to get back and forth to to even do this right now." But you know, it's. It's, wow. you know, bro code. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if I didn't love him, I wouldn't do this much. <laughs> do you have a favorite Honest trailer? Yeah, I do. The Pacific Rim is my favorite one. Oh, uh, for, okay. for the reasons are, are multiple because it was just such a fun, stupid movie yeah, that you can't awesome. help but love, even yeah. though it's got the dumbest plot ever your voice is so, But I actually so I actually I actually got a writing credit for that one oh, okay. cuz they kept saying like we feel like we're missing something here. I was like dude, you're forgetting the whole drift thing. He's like, "What do yeah. you mean?" He's like, "Okay, they start off they have to have two people that are compatible, preferably relatives." And then he goes three different times in the, or two different times in the movie. It's one guy by himself. No, three different times. It's one guy by himself. And then at the end they're like, "We have to be different." It's two perfect strangers. Not brothers or dads and sisters and cousins and so it's two perfectly it's completely different people yeah. and it's they're like dude that's yeah and they're like dude how do we how do we miss that part <laughs> and so yeah we we worked on that and a little bit a so we we took a little extra time on that because we were kind of write it out and because they just felt like it just really needed a little something extra yeah and I think that was I think that did help like the overall honest trailer be even funnier because most people are just they don't really pay attention to it you know and then you start thinking about it, it's like Three different times there was one guy operating this thing. Why do they need two people? (laughs) And wait a minute, they're not brother and sister. (laughs) And did you really hate After Earth as much as you sounded like you did? You know, I hadn't seen it when I did that one. Oh, really? I hadn't (laughs) seen it yet (laughs) because I knew it was bad. I would already heard it was bad. I didn't want to see it and then after we do the Honest Trailer because I feel like I am the Honest Trailer guy I feel like I should be somewhat honest so if we if we do one and I hadn't got to see it yet I will watch it yeah. I usually try to watch them before we actually do it so I can be familiar with the with the context the and with the film yeah. and the reference so that way I might be able to add something to it if something pops in my head
0: you, you didn't need it for that one
3: though because if you any any the movie it was worse than what we did yeah. <laughs> honestly I thought we might have been just too hard for comedy's sake but then when I watched it, I was like we weren't hard enough on this thing man. <laughs> this was a the yeah, full only, long- only M. Night we, we Smith the, Will okay. Spurs Did Will Smith out. even need to show up on set? Because he was literally know. sitting the entire time he's in the movie. It's one scene he that was they, in they, filmed, they filmed him laying against a wall. Yeah. And then they just, okay, this is the next scene. And he doesn't have to move. He's like, yeah. we can film your entire part of the movie in one day. And you're done. You can go home. We can just sit, right, Jaden runs run through, through the green that, screen yeah. room all day long and he'll be fine. <laughs> and, oh man, the stupid bird. Oh my gosh, that movie was bad. <laughs> it was horrendous. <laughs> and they basically stole the monster from pitch, pitch black yeah right
1: <laughs> yeah yep yeah. is it harder to do the comedies versus the uh, the more serious ones though like
3: you guys tore what well, do you Dumber mean like black like genres yeah is it harder to do comedies are you kidding me you know how bad comedies are <laughs> You guys, did you watch the grown-ups one that we did? Yeah, (laughs) I did. There are some seriously horrible comedies, they're they're too easy to do, to be honest. Yeah, um, I guess the only thing I've I've ever been concerned with is if it's a film that I worked on. Oh, when when I found out we were doing Breaking Bad, I was like, guys, we should can we please tread lightly? Because I've worked that was like one of my big clients, Sony's one of my biggest clients. Huh. And I've done a lot of stuff with them. And I've been working on Breaking Bad since season one DVD trailer. Really? And I was like, I did not want them to p- get pissed off and yeah, yeah. get in trouble for this. So what did you do with Breaking Bad? I did all the promos for the DVDs. I did uh-huh. their, uh, if you watched the, se- on the box if you watched if you guys watched the season finale yeah, or end the season finale of Talking Bad, they wow. played two, not one, but two different spots that I worked on in the middle of those episodes. Because they did the, the complete season and yep. the barrel box set thing, yep. that was my voice. I and they I also know. did the one for, for breakingbad.com's online store. That was also my voice. And when I met R.J. Mitty, who did a thing with, uh, with Andy uh, for the Father's Day video. Cause he's mm-hmm. a huge fan of, uh, he's Walter White Jr. If you didn't know, yeah. uh, he's a big fan. I keep remembering, I have to remember that. I'm not just talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big fan of honest trailers. And he, so he met Andy he wanted to do a thing. And when he saw my shirt at Comic-Con, he's like, oh, yeah. trailers! I love you guys. I was like, I do the voice for it. He's like, no way, man. He's like, have you done anything else I might've heard of? I was like, I worked on breaking bad. He's like, dude, we're like coworkers. <laughs> 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 and then, the, and then the funny part was he, uh, the, his handlers, because all these famous people have handlers, they're like blocking people from taking pictures from afar oh. with them. And they're like, Dude, We're huge fans. Would you mind getting a-? I was like, Yeah, you can come over here and get a picture. So they came around from the other side of the table, uh-huh. and RJ Mitty took our picture. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Tara Strong, one of my favorite voice actresses, is sitting right there. And I was like, She's like, What the
2: F is going on? <laughs> I'm like, Why is this guy famous?
3: <laughs> that, was, that was cool, though. And then when he found out I was in XCOM, he apparently loves that game. He's like, uh-huh. As soon as he found out that I was the councilman's voice, because you have to understand, if you've played XCOM and all you know, all I do is gripe about how bad you're doing in the game. Oh, really? okay. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you an XCOM? Here's the, you oh, I hate you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: so, yeah, it's it's been a trip. But when he when he first approached me, he was like, hey, have you heard of Honest trails I'm like, no. <laughs> and I watched it, video he was like, Man, this is, these are really well-written. Oh, voice is kind of, not really a real movie trailer voice, but I see what they're doing, you know, but... Uh, yeah, so I think they like the fact that I'm flexible and I can do more than one kind of genre, and yeah. you know I have feedback and stuff. And I think it, I think it's just a really good, it's synergy, is what it is. Synergy, <laughs> synergistic. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, oh, I almost, I almost forgot the story I was leading up to when uh, back when on the Nine movie. Okay. Apparently, there's more than one movie called Nine. Right? Yeah. There was a a drama that mm. was about a sex, basically a sex drama called Nine. And then there was the CG with the little beanbag guys. Yeah, like that's that. the movie I thought I was doing the honest trailer for or the uh, the trailer for. Uh-huh. So I read it a totally different way. <laughs> I was, <laughs> and they were like, they were like, we, we love the voice you did, but it doesn't it doesn't fit with the movie. I'm like, it's dark and there's like bird things and creatures and everything's made out of steampunk and and little uh-huh. bat- potato bags. And he's like, what? No, what? No. And then he sent me a clip of the movie. He's like. This isn't nine. (laughs) This is another movie. This is N-I-N-E. I thought this was number nine, nine. He's like, oh, that makes so much sense now. It's no wonder you didn't book the job. Because I I was doing it nine. And I was like, like the full on is like, he was in a world, blah, blah, blah. And they wanted wanted a dramatic, you know. And I was like, oh, man, a totally different genre, totally different kind of film. See, that's where you guys should check your names of your movies. (laughs) You confuse people like me. Uh, a little context would have helped. I could have, I could have probably could have booked that job too. I had no idea. And he just, he thought it was so funny He's like, the whole time we were listening it was like, man, that voice is cool but it does not fit this. Oh, why? And then when I explained it to him he's like, I know what movie you thought it was now and now I understand why you did it so bad. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, were you just like the funny guy before when you were driving the uh, um, forklift? Yeah, you like Flipping chicken? And- yeah, I
3: was usually like class clown, um, you yeah. know, doing impressions doing of other co workers and stuff. Oh, yeah, I used to have that. so much fun at, at a warehouse. You always, always had a radio to call people in for stuff. Yeah. And I've always, every job I've ever had, I've always been able to do my boss's voice. Yeah. So I would call That's people awesome. <laughs> and send them to the far end of the warehouse to go get something and wait till they got all the way back and then cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> or or the more funnier thing to do is, is to climb up onto a shelf really okay. high up and hide there and then tell them to come to your location to get something and then reach over and grab them and that was always yeah yeah i've had a few black friends that got really freaked out those guys man they are they legit get scared like scary movie they, they really do it's
2: <laughs> awesome
3: we have a friend
1: who does uh, a lot of voices jesse we worked on a yeah. movie with him called uh, what's the vig you can get that on Amazon for
3: two ninety nine, 99 by the way. And you can go to YouTube.com uh, slash John the 3.0 and check out my channel. <laughs> brought to you by Pepsi. And... Uh, sorry, John, it's a running joke. We did this movie that uh,
1: turned out to be a big old turd and uh, it's, it's a After meeting joke.
3: you guys, I'm not really that surprised. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Hey, I'm the Honest movie trailer guy. I don't know what you're Oh, what if <laughs> he did an Honest
1: trailer of What's the Big?
3: <laughs> it's not up to me. I don't get to pick.
1: <laughs> uh, anyways, it wasn't that great, but it's a running joke. We always crack on it and plug it and uh, no one's bought it, right?
2: <laughs> no. I
1: mean, maybe if you had well, renamed it, what's the badge? <laughs> <go to>, uh,
3: <laughs> Turned it <laughs> into a Fortnite. We'd have a, a lot kind of, of complaints on Amazon. This wasn't what
0: I expected.
3: <laughs> well, you know, I, I rarely get to hear feedback other than just like trolling the YouTube comments. And usually it's just yeah. do this next or say this next. It's not usually like somebody being negative or positive about uh-huh. like how what they thought of me or whatever uh-huh. but when I did my first audio one and only audio book holy I'll never have to do an audio book again uh-huh. um, but I wanted to do one because I wanted to have an opinion because I have a lot of potential voice actors and, and, and existing voice actors that they want to know what for some reason they want to know what I think about everything because mm. uh, it's one of those like if we can but touch the hem of his garment perhaps we could get some of his power <laughs> uh, and uh, so they would like, what, what do you think about audio like, I don't know. I already did one. So when one came up, I was like, all right, sure. Why not? Uh, they gave me the book two weeks before we had to record. You, that is not enough time to read through a book. 440 something pages. Uh-huh. And I was like, don't they get it these months in advance so they can go through <laughs> these and read them out loud, you know? And it was a military. I mean, Ooh. okay. Think American Sniper. Yep. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So there's hardware. I'd never, I mean, I didn't know it was supposed to be Buds. I thought it was, it was pronounced B-U-D-S because it has B-U-D sure. yeah, apostrophe yeah, S. Up, yeah. I didn't know any better. The, and we, it was on,
1: um, the seals
3: yeah, yeah it was about the guy who trained the uh, snipers that caught Osama bin Laden yeah. or killed him and so it was like his it was uh, it was kind of an autobiography but it was written like story style sure. but there was names of uh, cities and towns and over over there that I had no idea how to pronounce they could not get a hold of the author and when they did we did it the way he told us to do or we would look it up and, and you know ask the, the equivalent of Siri, how to pronounce these things. We were li- <laughs> literally going by the seat That's of our pants. And then when I saw those, I started seeing feedback about like, the, and the narrator obviously does not know about the content of the book. when I was like, no, duh, <laughs> I don't know anything about this. I did the best I You're could. Just hired God. <laughs>
1: I did a, a some voiceover announcement at a, one of our award shows, and really? uh, I
0: literally, got to, I know, right?
1: Thanks. Oh man, John Barry, uh, and uh,
0: I was curious sorry. about why you got that job too. I got it like the
1: script handed to me like I don't I was know, like, Martin. they
3: asked you and yeah. not me.
1: He uh, takes like baritone. <laughs>
3: I'm like, I'm supposed to say all
1: these names. Well you mean you
3: hear my normal speaking voice. If you heard me talking, you would not know I was that guy.
1: Well that's why Last night I'm like But then
3: I walk down the toy aisle and somebody picks up an Optimus Prime toy and I'm like, put me down. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, this is John Bailey? Uh, Prove it. <laughs> I almost said that. But
3: I do get that a lot. It's like how come you how come you don't have the blue check mark next to your Twitter name? I was <laughs> like, because I don't only have three thousand followers and nobody's tried to make a fake John Bailey account yet. Yeah. <laughs> In due time, my friend. <laughs> Alright, you had a voiceover job. Uh, you're going if you want to that. call
1: it that sure <coughs> you're, go- you're going
3: somewhere with that oh yeah
1: I just butchered the names and I just I couldn't you know there was this Indian girl Who's who I'm alive. friends with now it's yeah. all live yeah and they're like Voice of God how come you're not announcing the uh, the presenters I'm like oh I thought I was only supposed to do no the presenters I thought I was only supposed to do to the, the presenters but I was supposed <laughs> to <laughs> do <laughs> <laughs> uh, the nominees as well and uh I don't know. I just messed up all the names. And I'm like, I'm sorry. For anyone out there in the audience, I totally John Chiroldered everyone's name. I, I
3: did a job like that. I had yeah. a friend who owned a local studio place and mm-hmm. they haven't. An, his wife runs this big real estate company or is part of one. Mm-hmm. And it's called uh, it's called um, MAA. And I don't know what it stands for, but that's the acronym for their business. Sure. And they do this live award show thing. They wanted me to come in live and do the announcements. And I was yeah. like, yeah, sure. So and then we had a lot of fun with it. And I got, okay, you have to understand. I had to say MAA, MAA about... Fifty or sixty times. Yeah, I got down. I was I was killing it. I got down to the last one. I was like, welcome to the MMA. You know, everybody just busts out laughing. And I, was, and I just roll. I just roll with it too. I was like in this quarter. And then I just did the I did the people who won the awards, and they just the crowd just lost it. And he's like, I can see that. And he's like, I can see how you get him. He's like, you almost made it too. That was the last one.
2: It's like this close to finishing.
3: It's a lot harder to do it live. It yeah. is, especially after a few. <laughs> <laughs> that script started getting real blurry. Nice. So you born and raised in Memphis, and you still love it there? Uh, huh? No. I, did I ever say I loved it there? Uh. <laughs> Can't afford to live here. That's what you uh, should have said. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, don't come to Memphis, please. We don't we are only famous for the three B's: barbecue, blues, and bullets. Because we're number eleven in the top crime in the in the oh. country. Uh, we were in the top ten and bums. but we we're trying really hard to get back up on that list, though. So we're uh, really cranking out the crimes. We had at least three, three or four murders last week. So oh, yeah, we're we're going to get back in that top ten. We're going. We're going for number one. We're coming for you, Cleveland.
2: <laughs>
3: coming for you. Yeah, I remember
1: I was on Beale Street. It was almost like a video game. I was just trying to dodge. Uh, all the homeless people asking me for money they're
3: incredibly yeah. so aggressive so it's there. basically like a bit of speech at night <laughs> <laughs> uh, a skateboarder almost knocked me over. you <laughs> got I was like no I don't <laughs> so how about stand-up do you ever do stand-up no I really don't I'm really great with improv stuff but yeah, I've never there's, people always think like mm. oh you're so funny you should get up on stage I was like there's a big difference between yeah. writing out a set of jokes memorizing right. them and this getting up and doing, cause improv I can do all day. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, if I did do stand up, it'd be one of those things where I just have to interact with the audience and right, just have, right. I'd go full Jim Carrey, like in his early years, yep, yep, he just yep. got up there, no script, no nothing. Just yeah. like, and now I'm gonna do an impression of a pit bull. And he's just spits <laughs> <and there's> water <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Yep. It's actually one of those. And then he got a boner right in the middle of, of one of his sets. Apparently he bent all his body all the way over. He's like, excuse me, I'm not interested, but my boner would like to buy you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and like pointed it in some lady's face so I don't think I'd go that far but I think yeah. I would, you know, if I did try it I would just I, I would just wing it I did have I tried to sim I have a friend named Paul my phone is bugging me uh, I have a friend named Paul who's actually a stand up comedian he's a professional yeah. and uh, he's out based out of Nashville and well he was and then he moved to, uh, he's over out of Oklahoma now and he's like dude you're really funny you should try you should try writing a set so I mean I came up with some pretty good stuff and at the time constraints excuse me as busy as they keep me uh, is just there would be no no way to do that. So, no, uh, you gotta be pretty him- committed to become a standard. Oh, yeah. And, it's, yeah. It, and it can be really brutal, too.
0: Yeah. yeah. We, we interviewed uh a stand-up comedian on a cruise we went to, John DeCrosta. And he also does voiceover. He does uh,
3: Transformers.
0: Oh, lucky bastard. Yeah. yeah he, he was the voice of like a bunch of the kitchen
3: Transformers oh the little guys that nobody (laughs) (laughs) likes the ones that helped ruin transformers thanks a lot bro good job (laughs) yeah let's let's turn the xbox and mountain dew into a bad guy i think
0: he was he was the doctor uh decepticon like the one that did the surgery yeah Yeah. him and i guess he was telling us as he finished he finished his session and michael bay's like okay well that's good and Somebody walked up and said to Michael, said, "Hey, we got all these others." He's like, "You got some time?
3: You got some See, I'm in the wrong place at the <laughs> wrong time, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, I could have filled in for Peter whenever Optimus Prime wasn't around. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to go to the restroom. <laughs> it's number two. <laughs> What do
0: you think about the idea that they're going to like MCU that? Uh, that that the
3: is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Thank you. Transformers. Okay, you make money. I get that. You have got lots of explosions. You, you use hot women. We we get what, what you're doing here, but it's all sleight of hand. You're they're being distracted from the fact that they're watching a horrible movie. Yeah. By all so, the flashing so things. It's like, oh look at my lovely assistant while I do my trick over here and you can't see what I'm doing. That's exactly <laughs> what it does. And while he's at home bathing in his golden bathtub full of you know liquid gold that he's gotten from all his bullion, yeah. uh, just, he's cracking. He's cranking out crap after crap. After, and they keep saying, well, he won't be part of the next one. Yes, he will. Yeah. <laughs> he can't help it, he will. <laughs> he's already being consulted on the next one, even though he said, that's it, that's it, I swear. Even though three was gonna be my last one, four was really <laughs> my last remarkable. one, I swear. You yeah. know You, know, you know what, just, hey, 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 little guy, little toaster oven, are you a transformer? Huh, what's so up, the are spring, your buddy? For me? Are you hungry, you want, you want a sandwich? You want like an oil sandwich? Uh, your uh, your mother? <laughs> you want a wall burger oh. <laughs> oh that's good you want to go gambling because I'm in the gambler oh damn you, <laughs> uh, you know bringing up the gambler though that is a perfect example of why we do honest trailers uh, did you see the trailers I for gambler the trailer yes yes what kind of movie did you think that was
1: I don't know it looked like a probably an attempt of a clever caper comedy
3: it looked like an action film Okay. The trailers made it look like an act. they used every single tiny drop of action from that entire movie because uh-huh. that's all you got. When you watch the thing, uh-huh. it's literally the boringest. And, <laughs> and he, yes. It's yes. like, I was like where is all the action from the trailer for this movie? You got to uh-huh. make this look like, oh, then somebody gets hit and then there's a car chase and he gets punched in the face. No, it doesn't. That's uh-huh. like one little tiny scene and then it's back to him being, I'm a professor. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he actually did a halfway decent job. I mean, I know he was just trying to get some kind of a look I can act. But then he gets in the bathroom. He's like, "You think I would do that to a student? You think that, that I would do that? Huh? Is that what you think?" I was like, "Oh, you went back to Marky Mark, bro. Yeah, yeah. almost at it. Almost he does, he
0: does almost every movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of times that happens. Not was, almost every movie with trailers. Movie. Stuff, I mean, they
3: try to over oversell it. Yep, they There's try to the make group dramedies group. look like comedies. Well, even though you can tell I've it's going to be a dramedy, and we go see saw, it anyway. <laughs> yeah, first time I ever saw that was an old. Uh, I'm giving away my age. It's a Paul Newman movie. It's called Who. Up- <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guy on the dressing. Yes. Uh, okay. the, the, dressing. Yeah. the Wendy's guy.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was called Buffalo Bill and the Indians.
3: Is that a yeah. Hannibal Lecter in that one? Or? No. Oh, okay. okay.
0: No, but it was supposed to be this. It was touted as this comedy about Buffalo Bill's Wild West show and the Indians. And trying, mm. And it was touted as this, as this comedy that comedic music going on. And, and yes. you'd go and watch Show's this movie. And, and it's just this drama. That you're just Uh sitting there going, oh, my God. It's like
3: a Lincoln commercial with Matthew Matthew McConaughey. It's supposed to be a comedy, but it's not. It's (laughs) supposed to be a car commercial. (laughs) Any excuse can, And you know, he, he's actually full-on changed because he used to be this fun guy that yeah, was just doing I'm these movies. Right like, hey, kid, hey, the J- J- hey, J-Lo, let's get this shirt off and show these abs. All right, all right. And then all of a sudden he gets an Oscar and now everything uh, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I collabed with these, uh, these guys, the Knots. Uh, they just they do some battle lip reading type stuff. Oh, yeah. All and, uh, we did, we did the, uh, the Lincoln Existential commercial. That was me doing McConaughey for that. It's like, uh, why did I order this water? It's perfectly good water. Falling out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so and it was so good and well done. I was like, this is brilliant. And I also got to do Optimus, they did a really good one on 10, 10 changes to make Transformers 4 better. Uh-huh. And I did Optimus Prime for that one, which is, it was, it, that one was a lot. That was really good. If you, if you get a chance to go to Arnold's channel, it's really awesome. Yeah. No, uh, but I work great. with, I, work, I, I honestly, I guess I hadn't even mentioned that. I work with a lot of different channels. People don't realize how far around I'm, I'm out there. Oh, uh, Fox ADHD, I do a lot of uh, their little digital cartoon shorts. They've also broken a million subscribers as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've helped out Warp Zone. Uh, I helped out Smosh recently with the, their Zelda Netflix trailer. Um obviously Smash Games, obviously Screen Junkies, um uh mcgoider's channel, he's Brock Baker's big impressionist guy. He's he's got a great number of subscribers too. Um a little bit of everywhere. In fact, somebody kept they, they, there was one day I got like a dozen messages like, dude, did you do work on Spawn? I'm like, No, I've never worked on Spawn. I love it, but I, I would I would have known if I worked on Spawn. And then I would just get message after message, dude, were you the voice of Spawn? I'm like, What are you guys talking about? <laughs> And apparently this this indie guy had called me up and was like, dude, I have this little thing I want you to work on. This is the kind of voice I need. He never even told me what it was. And then when that <laughs> fan-made trailer for Spawn came out, yeah. I was like... Holy crap, I am Spawn, I had no idea. Not only was I Spawn, I was literally every voice in that whole entire short. Oh, and it was really, really good. I was like, man, if I'd known that, if I'd known what the context of what this was, yeah. I would have done so much better than what it was, but man, it was really good. <laughs> awesome. So now Keith David and I have something in common because we're going to be guests together uh, at a convention very soon. Oh really, okay. Yeah, oh yeah, I should mention that. I'm going to be at Geek Out in uh, Nashville you can look that up um, but I, if you go to facebook.com slash John Bailey VO there's no H in John by the way J-O-N-B-A-I-L-E-Y-V-O uh, you can go see like my conven- look at the events you can see all my convention appearances I'll be at Comic Con we actually got an official p- Comic Con panel this year Oh, Screen Junkies as an official Comic Con oh, panel I'm
1: have to that's see another one again. off the bucket list oh
3: shit <laughs> We're all gonna uh, sneak you up. didn't hear that, San Diego, <laughs> San Diego. She <laughs> means waves, San vagina. <laughs> yeah. Do you love going to? to <laughs> the I finish? love going to Comic Con and to meeting the fans. It's a, well, I mean, I've had, I have a few Chris Farleys. Uh, they grab hold of my arm and won't let like, go. And they're like, "Um, you remember that one uh, time you did that one trailer? That was awesome." And I'm like, did you, "Do you remember when um, when you did Lost in Space on it?" I was like, "No, no, we didn't do Lost." I was like, "Oh man, it's stupid, stupid." stupid. It's like it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, I have a few of those guys. And my wife's like, "We need to go." I was like, "He's got my arm." <laughs> so people recognize you from- everywhere I go. Man, yeah. I went to get a battery for my van, uh-huh. and the guy's like, "Dude, can I get a picture with you? You're, you're the Honest Trailer Guy." I'm like, "Yeah." yeah my father-in-law shirt. <laughs> yeah. no I really wasn't wearing my shirt that day though I don't wear this all the time yeah. I mean, usually when I'm in LA, LA I, I, I wear it because a few people will recognize me and ask for pictures or whatever that I think is cool yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah it's total it's total publicity for the channel anyway.
1: well
3: yeah we'll be doing that too yeah, exactly <laughs> oh, you're, you're wearing we're actually we're all naked right now <laughs> you're wearing yours. I
1: think I got, I was his, uh, his penis beef. is
3: touching my thigh in a way that is not comfortable but
1: when I met Hal I was wearing this t-shirt oh nice sure enough he
3: retweeted it uh, but yeah so we went to go get a battery my father-in-law was looking like
2: <laughs> what's going on here
3: <laughs> and I was like it's a, it's a thing apparently I'm, I'm kind of a big deal I have many leather bound books and my apartment smells of rich mahogany <laughs> and I want to be that friends with mask, it master. I like your buttocks I want to be friends with it
0: <laughs> well, I want right to be on you it's got to be a little strange to go from being a, a little strange, get me? a few years <laughs> ago very, to this, it's very
3: strange to sitting with well, okay, like us. it's it's already a little weird not clocking in, and clocking out every day and right. working nine to five. Or, brilliant. In my though, case, I worked fourteen-hour days. It's brilliant. Though, isn't it? it was brutal. <laughs> yeah. Fourteen-hour days, four days a week, and if it wasn't that, it was twelve-hour days, like six days a week. It was it was really hard. Yeah. And I was I was going to bed when my kids were getting up in the morning. My wife was doing yeah. so much of the work by herself, and it was just it was really tough. Mm-hmm. And then for a while, I was working two jobs: one part time, one full time. And there was another time where I was working a job on the weekends as well as a part-time job in the morning and a full-time job at night. It's three jobs that I was working. So to go from that to getting paid by the job and ha- always having to, be- but being able to do it from home and be able to make the kind oh, of money that I make awesome is, that. It is really cool. I mean, it has you're its you're negatives. Aware. Yeah, well, only when during the summer when it gets really hot. Oh, okay. It kind of turns into Ace Ventura too. It's a hot in those rhinos, and I'm like, swatting the big sweaty underwears. I'm flinging them out, and I come out the door. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah so it, it gets it does get really because Memphis is known for their hu- high humidity it's sure. just like 86% 90% yeah. Yeah. so yeah it gets brutally warm yeah. and my, the producers I work with out here they're, they're so mean uh, they got but this, what's coming because you guys last summer had a really hot summer, yeah, last summer you can blame my, my producer Jim for that over at, uh, over at the movie trailer guys the stuff it's that I do Jim. Uh, it, he was like 114 where I was oh, and man. in my booth it was at least twice that because that's what it felt like because oh. it was so warm no air in that little booth and he's like like, man, it was so hot today. I'm like, yeah, how hot was it? He's like, man, we almost broke 70 today. I'm like, weather? Well, <laughs> and he just cracks up laughing. He's like, ah! And then, and then that last year, he's like, man, we had 110 I was like, ah! Karma! <laughs> That's what you get. You made everybody suffer. You guys got any more questions or anything? Yeah. Uh, I think I've pretty much explained. Oh, I, there's a couple of games if you guys want to check out some games that I've worked on. XCOM, all the XCOM games. I'm in there somewhere. Uh, mainly uh, Enemy Within and Enemy Unknown. Uh, I did the promos for those as well as actually in the game. I'm the uh, the, the bald, faceless council guy that looks like Hitman in the shadows. Okay. And, uh, and the elder, which is the final boss at the end, if you can have enough patience to make it that far before killing yourself. Because you're so sick of the fact that once your character dies, you have to start all over again and make another one. Um, but yeah, so I did the two main characters in that one or two, the main boss and the main like the council dude. And then uh, this new game that just uh, recorded this week will be announced at E3, so you'll be look out for that. And there's quite a few indie games and apps and stuff. If you look around, you could probably find it. Um, But one of them is called Critical Point, uh, something like uh, Incursion, something like that, Critical Point. But most of them are Steam games. Um, but those are pretty cool the XCOM games are pretty fun but yeah what and, about uh, cartoons have you done any cartoons only the webtoon stuff nice uh, I've, webtoon. I've only had a handful of auditions so I shouldn't beat my ass myself up too much yeah. because everybody literally everybody this week I met with Rob Paulson I met with Debbie Derryberry who's the voice of Jimmy Neutron uh-huh. and they all say that within five minutes of are like dude you're gonna do really great Don't, you yeah. have nothing yeah, to worry we have about um, they're huge <laughs> confidence builders
0: there's an opening now at the Simpsons
3: so. I, no, <laughs> honestly just my two cents I wouldn't do it I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah. I know. I get it's fourteen million dollars, but you know, I'm a man of character, and I, I would. not I mean, Harry Shearer is Harry Shearer, and they should. Yeah. They shouldn't replace him. Mm. They need to have all his characters fall down in the elevator shaft at one time. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, that'd be <laughs> the uh, Because that's that's happened. If you think they sent me a script for John DiMaggio for Marcus Phoenix for Gears of War, and I I actually messaged John. I was like, and dude, this. Buddies, right? Well, we're not buddies, but okay. we're, we're acquainted with each other, and, okay. and we get we work in the same circle, so he knows who, sure. knows who I am. He unfriended me on Facebook. I don't know what the fuck that's about, but. Whoa! <laughs> Are you friends
1: with uh, Pablo Francisco too?
3: No, I, I've never. I heard his stuff back when I was a teenager. That's how I first found out about the movie Trailer Boys thing. Okay, but yeah. I've never met him or anything. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, Did good. he take over for Don? But or? I don't have to work. No, uh, okay. Ashton Smith is the current Don. Okay. Anything that you hear, okay, like you can. I, I can tell you. I can tell you guys how you can tell if it's Ashton Smith or not. Okay. Not Ashton Kutcher totally different dude (laughs) Uh, Ashton Smith has a signature sound because when he does trailers like for the Avengers this summer Robert Downey Jr. he goes down on the end of every sentence and that's how you know that it's him I call it the trill that Uh (laughs) it's very specific it's very specific <laughs> uh, and sadly, we've we've we lost two big movie trailer guys because Hal Douglas passed away as well yeah, as, as Don LaFontaine. Fontaine. And yeah. Hal Douglas had one of those because he did he kind of did his version of the Geico thing where they did the Seinfeld movie deal. And he's like oh, yeah. two girls, oh, a renegade cop. I love that. And he's like, yeah. get out of the booth, Hal. No, I like it in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's That's just, it was, it was so <laughs> oh, you know laid back and cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so laid back and cool. And and no, I did not do this stuff for the WWE. That is uh, either Chris Corley or Ashton Smith. I do not just do the stuff for MMA. I do not do the stuff for HBO Boxing. That is also Ashton Smith. Uh, all the guys on Nickelodeon and, and Cartoon Network, that is Chris Corley. We do have a very similar sound. He sounds more like Don LaFontaine than I do. He actually used to be with my uh, my, manager, my manager before he came with me. Mm-hmm. But he apparently got really big. And uh, so, yeah. But there's only there's really only like a dozen or so mm-hmm. the guys that do this. Very competitive. Right? Yeah. And Jim, believe it or not, and, and there's an even smaller group. The one, that, the one that I really want to be in, the group that I want to be in, uh, because I bet you didn't know that the original Generation One Transformers voice of Shockwave is also Machete. He did a dirty job, and that's the same guy, Corey <laughs> Burton. Corey Burton is the guy who did all the Grindhouse trailers. Right. I did the international ones, which is a very similar voice. Sure, I did. Sure. I worked on Machete too. Uh-huh. Uh, not two, but T O O. So Corey, Corey Burton. Um, <laughs> Uh, I forget the guy who did Flint's voice. His name escapes me off the top of my head. He from Joe? yeah. He he also does cartoons and movie trailers. Tom Kane does cartoons and movie trailers. Peter Cullen, for a long time, did movie trailers. If you if you think back really hard, if you remember Lost in Space, one of my favorite ones. Somewhere far from anywhere, someone is searching, searching for the way home. Dad, where are we? this summer you know that, <laughs> I was like dude let's bring you office, bro. I bought the DVD just for the trailer because <laughs> the rest of the movie sucks <laughs> yeah. that was a big disappointment yeah it was uh, I did like the little matrix scene they did in the middle but other than that everything yeah. else and, and I love Gary Ullman and everything he does but he's literally the only good thing in the movie <laughs> but yeah Peter Cullen did he used to and if you remember even further back than that in Living Color mm-hmm. penis to Milo <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, he did the he did the fake trailers for that as well. He was also the voice of the Predator, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, he did the sound effects. The sound effects and the what the hell are you? That's that's Peter Cullen. <laughs> actually, I heard I heard a story that he actually got I heard his voice doing some of that uh, mm-hmm. and it, now some of the attacks and stuff that he has to do is prime he has to have somebody else do it for because he Ooh. yeah pretty Local, pretty brutal cord, huh? uh, but you have to back in, back in the day they didn't have the same union rules they did now like yeah. if you came up on a screen you did it right then now they save it till the end so you can spare your voice a little bit because yeah. this this uh, <laughs> this this past week I had a, i was devoured by critters a couple of different kinds of ways and stabbed and things so yeah they, <laughs> there was a lot of the, that at the end of the at the end of the game session so <laughs> okay. uh, yeah so there's a lot of that but yeah it's it's really cool that that little tiny group of guys and Jim Cummings is the other one Jim Cummings is Jim's not only on our show. Yeah. Jim Cummings is not only a cartoon voice actor but he's also this summer on TBS uh, he does movie trailers as well and oh, vid- right. some video game stuff too yeah, um, yeah. but does. yeah that's the group i want to be in this guys that do trailers and car- and animation
0: yeah, Jim actually did a did a did a little spot for us on our show is Darkwing Duck. It was uh, Darkwing is my favorite. Darkwing
3: is my all-time favorite Disney cartoon that they've done. And it was <laughs> my favorite part of Disney afternoon. It was Batman meets Disney. I loved <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, if it's my phone fan. wasn't charging, I'd play you a voicemail that I got when I first got started. My first manager that I mentioned earlier, uh, he is friends with Jim's uh, agent. whose name was also John, but with two N's. And so uh, I get this unknown call, and I'm in the middle of talking with Pat Fraley. You would know Pat Fraley as the voice of Craig. Girl. Yeah, exactly. So I was I was I was talking with him on the phone. I was like, "Unknown call." I just thought, "I want to go to voicemail." When I check my when I checked my voicemail, um, excuse me, hello there. This is your old pal Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And I was walking through the hundred acre wood the other day, and I. <laughs> I got a call from Dean, who oh, talked to John with two ends of cord. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I have someone else who wants to talk to you." Like, who is that old pal, buddy boy? Is that John? And it's yeah, like yeah. full like minute and a half. And yeah, I was like, "This is that, the coolest he did that thing ever."
0: Because one of our other co-hosts, her daughter was having her birthday that week, and so we <laughs> and, and, did the and, and whole in and honor. Of,
3: and, because, like I mentioned, I had her birthday, I hadn't amazing. done uh, mainstream animation, but I had done some stuff for Fox. Mm-hmm. They did a spoof of, of called Honey the Bear. <laughs> so i did tigger and winnie the pooh and eeyore and the because the, the, i love their stuff because it's so dark it'll ruin your yeah. childhood eeyore eeyore falls down a ditch yeah, it's like michael bay childhood heartbreaking eeyore falls down a ditch and breaks his leg and he's like you've gotta shoot me <laughs> no no we, we could never do that we can take you to a vet he's like still I could get laminella and die. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, he's like, Well, if you won't do it, I will. He <laughs> blows his brains out. And then he goes, Honey, the bear, honey, the bear.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh,
3: well, I hate to. Anything else? Uh, no, oh, no, just, Steve, you got anything?
0: No. I just wish I wasn't so doped up on pain meds while we were chatting. So <laughs> so that's what they were talking about. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I kind of thought I was going to come in here and see Tom Brady with the uh, or Tom Hardy with the next thing on being a blood bag strapped to the front of a car, and like, oh, look, I'm wearing another mask. Look at me. <laughs> no, I just this just, is the only role I can get from now on. He's <laughs> got this big leg brace on. But, the, uh, the, the
1: only
3: question I got for you is, uh, did you see that movie In a World? What did you think of that movie? Yeah, yeah that was, was the question. I know. what uh, oh, you think? i, I Mark who's an extra in that one, mm-hmm. as well as uh Joe Superiano, who's the voice of CBS. Yeah. I know but I've met both of those guys. John Mark's a really cool dude. He yeah. he does not only is he a producer and director, but he's actually done some some voice work for games, other things. Yeah. Uh and the the main uh the dad in that Yes. He's actually, his son is autistic as well. I have an autistic son. Okay. And we we met and talked, and he was a really, uh, I want to say Fred Willard, but I know that's wrong. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Um, But yeah, now he's really, and and Ed Asner was also at the same conference. Ed Asner's son also has autism. Mm -hmm. So we all had something in common, which is really cool. And I got to meet Paul Pape, who's another big, uh, he was in the Five Guys in the Limo back in the day with Don Fontaine and Paul Pape. And then (laughs) uh, I love that bit. And I told him while I was there, I was like, why don't you guys get a couple of guys together and, and do a reboot of Five Guys in the limo yeah. in honor of Don I think that would be really he's like dude that was a really cool idea we should actually think about doing that yeah. so, uh, especially yeah. nowadays yeah so right. Paul Pape's yeah. still yeah. doing it uh, yeah that would be a cool thing I would love to be involved in that but it yeah. probably wouldn't be me <laughs> I'm more of a Blu-ray DVD guy than like the main but you know if you think about it you don't really don't hear a lot of voice in, in mm-hmm. trailers in theaters anymore the main reason why is there's a lot of stuff going on that you don't know about but it's basically they, they want to do titles for the teasers first mm-hmm. and the only ones you'll hear voice on are like family friendly or in comedies mm-hmm. so you notice like Pixels had a voiceover yeah. on it uh, most of the kids movies have voiceover on it but, you know that's pretty much it yeah. Uh, everything else they wait till the, the TV trailers those are the ones that have the voice on it and yeah. radio obviously you have to have a voice for the radio version yeah. um, but do you know you still have the international ones they still use a lot of VO for their, their theatrical stuff which is cool because awesome. I, awesome. I have fans over in the UK awesome they're like, market, they're like right? dude I heard your voice in like the theater it's crazy <laughs> so, it's so unusual and that's how I met Eddie Dinkenberger <laughs> it's
1: an awesome market you can yeah you do it internationally yeah, and the funny thing is, they ex- most
3: countries have their own VO guy. Like, there's there's wow. actually an Irish guy and a Scottish guy, you know, because they they prefer to have it in their own accent. But uh-huh. they'll have me read for it, and then they'll replace me. It's like this is how we want it done, blah blah blah. Oh, but you know, and the the funny thing is, though, in some countries they leave my voice on it, and I've actually heard that in the Philippines of all places, Ooh, I've heard that they bad. they use my voice and the, because they want to be as Hollywood as possible. I was like, that is so unusual. <laughs> and I, I I work on the the the. Filipino equivalent of Netflix. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's me, you know, and they had me do more than, lots of different voices have me talk like, because they can get away with a lot more copyright stuff. They've had me do Stewie doing some stuff. And, uh, and Optimus Prime and a bunch yeah. of other characters like talking about, you know, you can watch this on this and this, and this. They wanted to go full American Hollywood. And so that's like what they were going for, so. <laughs> I'm the Filipino Netflix guy. Really. <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing is, I don't, don't, even, I don't remember. I think it's Blink or, yeah, I think it's Blink is the name of it. But yeah, there's that. actually some playlists on my, on my channel, uh, youtube.com slash John 3.0. Uh, boy, <laughs> He's
2: good.
3: Trademark back and Pat and Penny. Not to be uh, used without written uh, percent with uh, Ricky Bobby Cooper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's like two full playlists, like hundreds of stuff that I've worked on that I've actually found this, the videos for. So you can actually see the things that I've worked on. But yeah, I was the Equalizer trailer uh, here. Right now, you actually hear oh. me on The Wedding Ringer currently playing. Okay. Uh, that's, that's my voice in that one. The Assassin's Creed Syndicate, that is my voice on some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, my voice is also on, That was one other one that was recently, uh, Outlast, which is a TV series. Uh, oh, Community. A lot of people, were, apparently they're playing the Community promo yeah. before Avengers 2 and in and theaters. And I was like, oh, that's... I, I thought that was an online only thing, so that's that was really cool. Because they, they did a parody of uh, Age of Ultron. So they had me do Ultron's voice and the movie trailer voice. So we start off as like, I wanna show you something beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, talking about the school, I was like, you wanna go to college? but you don't want it to change it's, and they called it they called it community age of Yahoo which is a great parody and, uh, and the funny thing is though that Sony did not get it they're like oh, really? we, don't, we don't want to do this we don't, we don't understand why they, the guys who worked on the community they thought that was hilarious right. they're like this is perfect they had to fight to get that version approved and everybody's so glad they did because it's a really funny version of the show. You, uh... That also gives me something to common with Keith David because he's on the current season of Community. Oh. Uh, he's the current black guy because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they got rid of one. Keith David. Uh... I love. Keith. I got to meet him. Oh man, I got to meet him for just briefly at Comic Con last yeah. year. Ran into him downtown. Well, he was at... he's the voice of Spawn, or? oh, he was the voice of Spawn. He's the voice of the Navy. He was mm. he was barricade yeah, was... in the Transformers games, but didn't make it into the film. And I'd always wondered what happened uh-huh. because his voice is so. I mean, they had he's just great. they had yeah. Jess Harnell do it, and he was already doing Iron. And that in my opinion it wasn't that great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Jess, don't get me wrong, but I didn't think it fit both characters. You know, you could tell it was the same guy. Yeah, thing. yeah. And but Keith Davis got that amazing, you know. He's great. And when I met him and he, at work, he has he I'm has sure that that, that he can make everything sound three thousand times cooler than it is. Just normal, <laughs> everyday conversation. Because yeah. I mean I was like, man, every time I see a navy commercial, I just get a big He's like, thank you very much, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's oh, just got he's that gonna, smile like i the coolest the guys guy I would love to I would love to see a voiceover off between him and John St. John wow <laughs> because John St. John <laughs> powers of steel and gargoyles gliding. they sound so similar yeah. <laughs> that would be so much so awesome much now. fun to watch that yeah. uh, the good I,
1: thing about this career is like you're you know you're a younger man now but you can
3: do this you are you getting me 36 I'm not young I don't know what you're talking 36 is the new 20 yeah it is I'm 50 next year, so like, oh wow, yeah. you are old. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, you're halfway to a century, man. Wow. That's what I told him. Yeah. You're you're a little L in, or letter L in Romans. <laughs> Had <laughs> that little L tattooed to I'm still just three X's. <laughs> You uh, um, had a question that we were getting to, though. Yeah. No, I'm just saying that you can Too do that around the time. Um, yeah, Well, yeah, right. well yeah. That, means, with that a with that little back. And, uh, and yeah, because they they hire like Tara Strong to do Timmy Turner's voice because mm-hmm. you know she's never gonna, they don't have to replace her five thousand times. Yeah, because you know how many girls have done Dora. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> no they, they, not, they have to keep getting uh, more kids because puberty happens. So yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Debbie Darby had to be Jimmy Neutron because you know they don't want Jimmy Neutron to be like. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Draw <laughs> it. Well, what happened? My Did balls you? just fell down in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, I want to look at boobs. Yes. Not interested in science anymore. It's James, back to boobs. Cindy, you look pretty good. <laughs> I got a blast in your J- JJ. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh! oh! I hope this is an R rated podcast.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can like fire away, if
0: you will oh
3: that's hilarious I'm uh, so glad nobody listens to you because I won't get <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot I feel a lot better
1: I confidence is, is <laughs> yeah, well
3: I'm get through that door
1: my
0: head exploding uh I don't no, uh, no um, I I'm, no? I'm, I, yeah, I mean if you would
3: the end <laughs> <laughs> you well, know that would be, be cool there's actually up. one more funny story that I have um there was a, I worked I did a thing for Tosh.0 oh, and uh. they were doing this thing called Naked Fight Church and it's so so sacrilegious and I was I was like I can I can't do this and I don't like to turn my agents down. Yeah. So I did it bad on purpose uh-huh. and I booked it. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. So that's me
3: that's me saying, John with 316 in his pants if you saw this shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like great. The same thing happened with my very first theatrical trailer, the, like U.S. theatrical trailer, because uh-huh. I'd, I'd done Machete was my first international, uh-huh. and they were like, "Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be a theatrical trailer," and it was for a good old fashioned orgy. <laughs> Yay! Let's go call mom oh. and tell her the good news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I booked this because really i had, that was. Real I, had,
1: forte, right? yeah,
3: okay. I had I had uh, I had def- I had two fears. <laughs> One was. Uh, they telling my parents and them being horribly ashamed. Uh-huh. And the other one which is worse is them asking me to explain what an orgy was.
1: <laughs> oh no. Puberty <laughs> all over again. Uh, so yeah,
3: That's I've horrible. had I've had a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> No, John. Thank you so much. My pleasure, man. Yes, yeah, man. it's, it's, it's a, such out. an honor. Just to thank see you it. very much. Highlight and, uh, he's, touching, <laughs> he's touching my nipples and rubbing them right now. Can feel it. I'm Beobes. giving it leaves. that's balls. <laughs> Y'all was gonna say earlier, like I didn't come up with the boobs, but I, they, we have added balls and abs since I've been in. <laughs> so now we have abs and balls, <laughs> which I try to slip in as often as I possibly can, even if it's not in the script. Especially, uh, especially laugh. with the time, game. Anything there's something time. that can be. Like orbs. <laughs> orbs. <laughs> we got orbs for days.
1: <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's
2: fantastic.
3: Did you get enough stuff? Was yeah. Beautiful. Man, cool I, I, man I was you were thirsty, I weren't did you? Did. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flash no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing
1: Duck, telling you please talk hard and enjoy the nine gasm.
2: <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears.